Welcome to Faith at Eight. I'm Shanna. I'm Jill. We are two friends helping turn your eyes from the world to the Word through candid conversations fueled by Jesus and more Jesus. Today on Faith at Eight, we are in Daughters of Grace, and we are talking about the woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> like, what a... Like, I honestly, when I was reading this, I was wondering, like, what were the women that were making this Bible study? Like, what do we call this check? Like, what do we call the lady with the with the bleeding lady? So I'm just going to read a few verses um, where this woman, I can't give you a lot of context of where she's coming from. So I'm just going to read it from the Bible. So um, she actually shows up in Matthew, Mark and Luke. um, But I'm going to read Luke 843 through 48. So chapter eight. I'm looking for it. That's if you're on the podcast. But what I love is the fact that you said, you know what? I don't know much about this. I'm going to the Bible. Yes, that's where I didn't like, Google it. I bu- Bibled it. But this is the thing that we need to get in the habit of. If, if I have a question, where do we go? We go to the Word. The Word. That's how you know it's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years who had spent all she had on doctors and yet could not be healed by any approached from behind and touched the end of his robe. Instantly, her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter and Peter said, hi, my name's Shanna. Hooked on phonics did not work for me. Peter said, master, the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you. Someone did touch you, did touch me, said Jesus. I know that power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she was discovered, she came trembling and fell down before him. In the presence of all the people, she declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Look, even when I read, it still is beautiful because God's word is just amazing. It is. And sitting there and, and... feeling that moment, right? Like going into that moment and and trying to understand like what that must feel like knowing that she's had this issue for years and nobody's been able to figure it out. And yet she has such faith in God that she knows if I just touch his clothing, I will be healed. Like to have that, that kind of faith, because imagining he's walking through the street and there's all these crowds and there's all these people. And he knew one person had touched him. Like he knew he didn't have to say who touched me, right? Like he knew. And yet in that moment, she was like, it was me. This is me. I'm healed. Like how powerful and what an amazing visual to think about. Yeah. And to think like, oftentimes we think, well, God is so big and I am so small Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how big God is. He is huge and how small we are. He still notices us. He still knows what we need. He still recognizes us. And um, I love that she had so much faith. She knew if I had to touch him. Yeah. I don't have to speak to him. He doesn't have to pray for me. I don't have to like ask if I just touch him that kind of faith. And when we go throughout our lives, our day-to-day routine, um, you know, do we have that kind of great faith for God? Right. And imagining 12 years, anything that we've been through, but for 12 years to have that complete faith in God and just know, you know what, if I just, if I just touch him, like this is, it's going to be healed. Like I have that complete faith. 
and understanding that her faith didn't waver. Like that whole time, she just knew that this is what she had to do. That's where she was being guided. And I think it's just a beautiful testimony to how many times are we going through a trial and because our trial isn't over in two days or not a few hours or whatever, that we just are like, oh, well, I guess this isn't for me. I need to change directions instead of being steadfast, instead of sticking with it and sitting in prayer and looking for that guidance. And I love how this piece impressed upon like no one goes unnoticed in the presence of Jesus. And like you had just touched on, sometimes we think our problems are too small or God is too big. Or, you know, for a long time in my walk, I believed, you know what, my my issues are so small. Why would God have time for me putting my humanness on God that, oh, well, there's 24 hours a day and he probably only works this many times, like this, yeah. this many hours. And why would I get one of those for getting, you know, his infiniteness, right? And understanding he has all the time for us and that anything we pray for, anything that we speak is not too little or too big. That's exactly where we should be going. And that's what he's seeking is for us to go to him. And we're not unnoticed, but the majority of the time we're not noticing God. We're Mm -hmm. sitting there and, and missing him in the details. We're missing him in the mundane. And yet everything we do, nothing is unnoticed by him. And oftentimes we lose patience and we lose faith before the uh, the, the resolution has come. What, like she waited 12 years. If we had to wait 12 minutes, we'd be annoyed. 12 seconds, be like, well, I prayed it. Uh-huh. He didn't fix it. Like, why uh-huh. is that? And and we need we need to endure. And and oftentimes when we are enduring, are you okay there? I don't, was that a sneeze? Was the dog is coughing or sneezing or something, or maybe he's snoring. I don't know. He's enduring. So it, when we are, (laughs) Mojo just wanted to be noticed. He just wanted to be a part of it. It's okay, Mojo. You're doing great here, buddy. The the male energy of the faith at eight podcast. Um, we need to endure and we often refuse to endure. We, 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 the, that endurance, it does something for us. It changes our posture, it changes our heart, it changes so much, but we oftentimes don't, um, we don't sit in their door. I was just telling you about a story. So we, we homeschool, just in case that's new to someone. Um, and the other day, we, the girls and I are going through um, a, these two books, and we're learning about different Christians throughout time. And um, Christians that we learned about were Sabina and Richard Wormbrand. And they were Romanian um, Christians. They grew up Jewish, converted to Judaism, and ended up being persecuted for their faith. And and there is not enough time on this podcast to go into all the things. But like multiple times of imprisonment, multiple torturing, multiple times of being beaten, separated, lied to, um, and and merely because by saying they're Christian, they're rebuking communism. And by rebuking communism, that's illegal in this was was illegal at the time in Romania. And this is not like, oh, they were in prison for a couple months. Like this is years and years of imprisonment. And they were interviewing them in this documentary, and they were both talking about, I just knew that God would bring this through this, like separated from their child and told, Hey, all you have to do is sign this and you get to see your son again. And she goes, Any mother would sign that. But I knew that I would see my son again in heaven. And if I was to die, kind of like an Esther, if I was to perish, mm-hmm. to perish, like, but I would see him in heaven. I need to stay strong in my faith. Um, and, and that's like a really big extreme, I think. Um, and I, I hope that I never have to go through that. But if I do, I hope I, God gives me the strength. And in my weakness, I am made strong by God. He is made strong through my weakness. But oftentimes in our in our day-to-day lives, we don't we don't show the 
we don't show the same faith that the worm brands did. And we don't share the same faith as this woman did mm-hmm. of just, I just know if I touch him, I just know that he made promises in the Bible. And if I just trust and hold on to those promises and I know those promises are true, he will get, make me, he will bring me through this. We've decided this is what the outcome has to be. And if it's not this outcome in this timeline, then, um, we, we lose our faith. We question God. Mm-hmm. And it's, are we going through each day with that type of mm-hmm. faith that knowing whatever happens during the course of the day, God has this. It isn't, oh yeah, I got this. Like, woohoo. No, God has this. Yes. And having that faith that no matter how long a trial is, no matter if it's an up, it's a down, this is in God's hands. And do we have that type of faith to move through what that day holds? what that season holds, 2020, 2021, like everybody thought it was going to be two weeks, three weeks, 14 days. It can't go longer than three months. All of a sudden it's a year later, right? Like where and is- then 2020 came around like, oh, thank- 2021 came, 2020 is mm-hmm. over. Thank goodness. Y'all, <laughs> I feel the same. It doesn't feel different. <laughs> right. And so how many people sat there saying, well, you know what, if there's a God, it'll be over within six weeks. Like we put a timeline mm-hmm. on God and these expectations when in reality, we have to sit back in faith and be, you know what, our time looks very different. Like I'll mm-hmm. always go back and look at the fact that I was called to do athletic training and and orthopedic surgery, PA. And to this day, I understand that God put me through years of training for that one moment when my son had his leg broken and I was the one that went in to put it straight before the ambulance got there. I know 100% that all that years of schooling, all that time, all that money was for that one moment. Now, during that time, had Mm -hmm. I ever been told, oh, hey, Jill, this is why you're doing this, I'd be like, for one moment, I'll just hang around with some other people that know how to do this. Yeah, or I'll, I'll like avoid, a YouTube video. Right? Like I'll avoid this place or whatever it was. But understanding that God's clock is so much different. And he has the understanding of the beginning and the end. We can't see that that end because it would change what we would see now. I just shared a quote from um, Instagram that I saw somewhere else that talked about we can't see the ending because then we would have peace in the information instead of peace in God and faith and trust in God. And so, you know, understanding like in this time period right now, we may not understand why we are in the season of 2020 and 2021, why we're, we're under this fear and faith struggle. We don't have to know the answers. We just have to have faith in God. And do we have that? Absolutely. And and do you walk that out in your day to day? Do mm-hmm. you walk that out in the, in the mundane? In James 2.18, it says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I will show you faith by my works. And we, she, that's exactly what she was doing. She was, mm-hmm. hey, I have so much faith that I know if I just touch his cloak, if I just touch a piece of the corner of his robe, that I will be healed. Like, do you have that kind of faith? Do you have that kind of faith? You believe that it, do you think, oh, it's going to take a, oh my gosh, it's huge. God's going to, Jesus is going to have to come back tomorrow to be able to heal all the things that are going on wrong in my life. Or do you have the faith that, you know, if I just go to him in prayer and petition, as it tells me in the word that he will be faithful. And we forget that God is healing every moment. Yes. Just because healing looks different in God's eyes than in our human eyes, sometimes we put it off the table. We may see somebody who passes away as why didn't Mm. God just heal them? But the reality is God did perfectly, Mm. perfectly healed. They are no longer suffering that we're, you know, where they are, they are in perfect health, but our humanness is like, 
God should have done this differently. But again, we don't see mm-hmm. that that full path and we can't understand. So sometimes we get in our own way of expectation. It should look this way. And, and if it doesn't look this way, then, you know, then I'm going to give up on my beliefs instead of leaning into it and saying, you know what, why is it this way? Yeah, you're trying to be in control instead of allowing God to be in control. Mm-hmm. You know, when my mom passed away, she was in her late 80s. And I remember having a lot of peace about it. And and please note, I miss her so much. I used to call her once a month. And there are moments where I like, I think, I wish I called her twice a month. I wish I called her every week. Um, my mom would be jealous because I'm awful at calling my mother too. I'm sorry, mom. I love you. Um, but there are moments where I like, yeah, I miss her. And I wish I could just talk to her again. And I wish okay. I could, you know, she had the same voicemail. Um, this is Anne. Don't hang up. Leave a message. And I'm saying that on my own voice, but in my head, I can hear her voice because I always thought, like, well, now I can't hang up because she asked me to please not hang up. Um, and and I miss her terribly. But you know, I also remember the last time I got to see her in person, or even the last time I talked to her, and she just told me how, you know, she's just tired all the time, and she just doesn't know if she has it. Like mm-hmm. her body just was not working the way it needed to, and she was going on dialysis and all these things, her body was just not working the way God designed it to anymore. And so when I know that she is, she is made new, I have um, two pictures in my bedroom of her. One of when I was, I think it was three or four, she's holding my hand. And then one when I was graduating high school and we're standing next to each other. Um, and my, my cousin posted her, her, my last, her last picture she ever took my mom. And like, when I look at those two pictures and I think she was like in her probably her fifties in the first one and probably, you know, her sixties in the second one. And I see my mom in her eighties. It doesn't even look like the other two pictures. And, and I picture her like what she looked like in that first picture. And I know that she's been restored to that or even better. I'm sure she is like, can I get my 20 year old body back? I know I hope that I have my 20 year old body back in, in heaven, but, but I have so much peace around it because I know that she was a God, she was a godly woman and she prayed daily and she, walked out what it looked like to be Christ-centered. She taught me without me knowing what it looked like to be Christ-centered. And um, she was always very honest to a <laughs> to a T. Every time I saw her, she goes, Shanna, what is with your hair? I'm like, I don't know, mom. I asked the same thing. Um, um, so she was never, she was never unkind, but she was always very honest. And she prayed for us. And she told us she prayed for us all the time. And very, just very no-nonsense woman. And, but she really lived out that she had faith in God and she knew that God, she prayed for my cousin until the day he died. He was, um, he, he, he struggled with, with addiction. And, um, you know, in James nine twenty three it says, Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is possible for the ones who, the one who believes. And he was asking like, if you can, like he was asking like, it, mm-hmm. my mom never thought like, well, if God, if God can do this, she always believed that he could. And, and so did this woman with the blood. Do mm-hmm. you believe, do you sit there and say, I hope God can do this. Or do you believe, no, God can do this. Mm-hmm. How are you walking out your days? With what mindset? I remember um, <laughs> I was me, having sorry. an issue. I was having an issue with blood. <laughs> but I remember there was this one um, point that I was going through and it was so painful. And I remember sitting there and praying and just saying, you know what? I don't know what the timeline on this is. It's not going to be okay in 15 minutes. I know it's going to be done or in an hour or whatever. And I remember just getting to the point of imagining myself laying my head in Jesus's lap and just saying, whatever it is, you've got this. You've created my body to get through what I am going through. And this was no surprise to you. Let me have faith that this will be healed in your timeline. And that didn't mean that, oh, all of a sudden the next moment it was all healed. 
I still had to go through what my body needed to process in order for that pain to go away. But I had to lean into faith and know that this wasn't a surprise. This was his plan. And just because it, I would have loved to be like, oh, there's no pain. It's all over. Yay. That wasn't the plan. And I had mm-hmm. to go through what I did in order to learn more about myself and be able to treat myself differently in the future. But it's just interesting how how quick we are to go to a Band-Aid, how quick yes. we are to go to something that feels good versus leaning into God, because that may not necessarily be Band-Aid, quick, instant gratification. And, and we are the ones that make our faith complicated. It mm-hmm. isn't. It is. We make it complicated because we have all these, these things that we think should happen yep. with our own expectations. But having faith is very simple. And it's very, it, it's not necessarily always easy because you're in a trial and you have to do something that your flesh tells you is uncomfortable. But it is very simple. And uh, when we read about the Pharisees, they want more proof and they question Jesus's validity over and over again. But this woman has so much faith, she believes the simple touch will heal her. Um, and do we have that kind of faith? Do we have faith that our salvation comes from that faith or mm-hmm. from our acts? Like, are we trying to be like the Pharisees? Like, well, I'm doing all these things. And it's important. Yes, if there there is a combination of the two. But if you act... Like you have faith, but you never actually have faith. It, are you really saved? Like, has your heart really been changed? Mm-hmm. And, and I know for a fact that I had a very long season in my journey where I was doing all the things. I was, I was acting like I was a great Christian. I was serving. I never missed church. Um, I, we led a group. We tithed. We were acting like good Christians. Check the boxes. And I was still so broken inside because I didn't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I I got baptized, but I, ha- I had no point in that process that I actually lay down all of the th- things that I was trying to control. Um, hello, my name is Shanna. I'm a recovering control freak. Um, all the things I was trying to control, at no point did I relinquish control over them and give them to him. I was just the same Shanna trying to control everything but putting a nice Christian bow on the top of it. And, you know, the one sentence that always comes out because it's it's throughout is, you know, daughter, your faith has saved you. Yeah. That's the one sentence that I've always been guided to. It's something, daughter is a very powerful word to me because the moment that I understood that I was his daughter is when everything really shifted. And so taking away all of those checkboxes, like the one thing that I want God to be able to say to me is daughter, your faith has saved you. Mm-hmm. And like, that is the the one thing for me. And I, I feel like as Christians, we all have that one sentence, the one mm-hmm. scripture that we all gravitate towards. And so I, I urge you to find that, you know, where is your faith? Where are you guided to find a scripture that you can meditate on that, that really is drawing you in and see where that leads you to explore. You know, do you have this faith like this woman with the issue of the blood does? Is it that faith that no matter what, you know, that just by one touch, you would be healed. And how would you live your life differently if you just sought out Jesus versus seeking out band-aids? Absolutely. All right, pray us out. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, dear great God, our Father, we are made daughters because you are our Father, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I know there's many that don't I've never had someone that showed them what a good father could look like, Lord. But thank you for being the great example of that, for always being faithful, for 
for always being filled with grace, for always redirecting and guiding us on the right path of what is best for us, Lord, for never forsaking us, for never giving up on us, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oftentimes we do put parameters around our faith for you, Lord. We, we box you in. We decide what your blessings must look like. Father, forgive us. Forgive us for ever trying to put our own human expectations around your godliness, around your great power, Lord. Please forgive us for making those missteps. Lord, as we walk out today, Lord, and as we walk out um, our faith today, Lord, let us just focus on you, on simply believing in you as simply as as praying to you and asking for your forgiveness, having faith that you will forgive, having faith that your word is true. Let us be guided by your word and know that all the noise that is out there, all the all the charismatic noise and all of the the leaning solely on truth noise and all the self-help grace noise is just that it is noise and your word is truth. Let us be guided to that. Let us let us be changed by that. Let our faith be simplified to knowing that just by picking up your word and reading it, that we are having a conversation with you, that we are being guided by you, that you are being a faithful father to us, and we are being obedient daughters to you by reading your word. We're so grateful to you, Lord, and all the blessings that you give us. And it is in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget to leave a review, like, subscribe, give hearts, whatever platform you're listening on, give us a shout out. And don't forget to share with a friend. You never know who needs to hear this message. We're so grateful to be with you and we're so grateful that you help us with the mission to make heaven crowded. See you later, friends. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a few things we would love for you to do. Share with a friend, like, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube or Apple Podcast, which has new episodes every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, or find us live on Instagram on Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Whatever you do, do it in faith.